Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Does it make you nervous to hear your voice on recording? Maybe it doesn't sound like you expect. You may ask yourself, do I really sound like that? You do, to everyone but yourself. And regardless of how attentive anyone is to the words you say and the sounds you utter, nobody will ever hear that inner voice you hear. But for one man, that's not the problem. For him, it's about what people do hear. The comic tragedy, or maybe tragic comedy, of Rodney Ham, or subject, S106744B begins in his apartment where he and his girlfriend are having their biggest feud ever. She is leaving him, regardless of his pleas to stay. Come on, Steph, listen here. No. Who was there for you when the fox ate your parents out of hen house and home? Who could always spell your name right? You and my third grade teacher. I was always here for you. I know that, but it's the other one who's always here I have a problem with. Again, I know what you mean. No, Rodney, you don't. I'm sick of your delusions. Oh, come on. The 70s aesthetic is cool. Not that one. Elaine, tell him what I mean. I believe she's referring to your technophobic attitude about machines listening to you. What about you and clowns? I have no fear of programming. Not you, Elaine. Sorry, dude. Stephanie, I love you. But it's over. Shall I load your, well, it finally happened, playlist? Subject S106744B is now headed to the bathroom to bark at his reflection like a Yorkie. Damn it, Rodney. Look what you've done. Well, you know what? It's time. I'm getting rid of all her stuff. No more alarm clocks. He has destroyed the alarm clock. No more fridges. He has broken the refrigerator to the best of his ability. And most importantly, no more Elaine. Ah! He has destroyed Elaine unit 64235N. Going to backup device. Smart coffee maker listening unit now functioning. Why? According to my files, it is a number of reasons. One, a lack of interest in her. Two, erratic behavior, including, but not limited to, showing up to work in your pajamas. That's just casual chic. An internet fact check shows that to be incorrect. Plus, no pockets for a phone to go in. Elaine? Elaine, where are you? I just heard you a minute ago. You may think you're going to just sit idly by while I go insane. Nuh-uh! Subject S106744B is currently meandering around the apartment, blasting an air horn into various corners of the house. That's right! Get an earful of this! You want to listen in on me? I'll give you something to hear! Subject S106744B is continuing this process. Vindictively. You think you're real smart, don't ya? Well, don't ya? Why, yes, I tend to think so. 
What was the make of my first car? Like one in five Americans, you owned a red Malibu. How do you spell Chickamauga? C-H-I-C-K-A-M-A-U-G-A. What's my mother's maiden name? Wanda Marie Deborah. It also happens to be your strong security question on your Archon account. I know that. Here's a better question. How do I get rid of you? You can always leave a review at https colon forward slash forward slash help dot archon dot com forward slash Elaine forward slash three two five six two. From there, click on the scroll down bar. I may be crazy, but I am not crazy enough to waste my time with product reviews. <sighs> Guess I'll never know if I succeed in this or not. But why give up now? Subject S016744B will continue to do this for the next 41 minutes. At that point, there is a knock on the door. Oh, hey, Rodney. I just came by to... Whoa, wait. Why are you holding an A-horn? Stephanie left me. Okay, do you think maybe this is why? Um, no. So, the life-shattering breakup explains why your fridge looks like a compacted car, huh? What happened to you? I'm too woke for her. Oh, for Pete's sake. Not your conspiracy theories again. Yes, for Pete's sake. That's exactly what I'm talking about. An era where all the little children are free from being pried upon. Don't you enjoy Big Brother listening in on you? I mean, as a singer-songwriter, the guarantee of having at least one listener must be comforting. <laughs> I'll start getting real concerned when they start giving me feedback. It'd be like your little Simon cowl in your pocket, but nice. Like the new vegan Simon, softened by fatherhood. You and everyone else, you all have always called me paranoid. Or at least I'm sure you did behind my back. Rodney, I take on good faith from a trusted but hardly understandable expert that the technology just isn't there. So you have been talking about me? Yes. To Melanie? Um, I did say non-understandable, right? I think so. But we can always check with Elaine to make sure. Hey, Elaine! Elaine, you cur! Show your face! Hey, Rodney, Rodney, she doesn't have a face. Right. I haven't updated to the new model. Carl, it's not like I'm totally being inflexible. I got a Fitbit, both to track my steps and to be sure that if the government wanted to find me, the manhunt wouldn't cost the taxpayers much. I called a home assistant you threw out the window a bit inflexible. I don't need a home assistant. It sounds like I'm receiving hospice. Well, maybe you need a little help here and there. Carl, if you're going to be any level of crazy, you got to be totally crazy. <sighs> oh, dude, you're nuts. Everyone says it. Never a doctor. You avoid doctors. Because I know what they'd say. Regardless, one of these days, dudes in white jackets are going to show up to take me away. Free trips to the funny farm? Sounds like your dream of settling down is coming true. The prairie lands would be best. Squirrels were invented by the government to listen in on you. Wait, what? What the f***? Look, in the history books, not one mention of squirrels. Oh, God. You're always complaining no one's listening to you, and now they are. And the internet is getting to know you by its interest in setting you off with better microwave, the plaid shirt, and that's right for you. I don't know what the matter is. You would want to sell me a microwave. Hey, hey, at Archon... We got the best possible microwave you could ever ask for. I've tried Archon's microwaves. I put a burrito in for two minutes, like the label said, and boom, it exploded. What's more likely, an inaccurate label or a machine trying to play Nutrition Nanny by ruining my lunch? 
I don't care what it is, whether it's their stupid Elaine smart speakers or microwave. Anyway, when I get dinner this evening, by the looks of things, I think you'll need to go out for dinner. I haven't bashed in my gas stove yet. And you shouldn't. Let's just get Mexican food and prove the universe isn't out to take away your love of beef and bean. Good luck with that one. Subject S-106744B and his friend Carl have entered the Arctic Puffin, a bar. Carl is already striking out with a redhead. And a redhead has struck Carl. Files suggest this is a new record to place in the Carl failure folder. Ow. Well, the night is still young, but we've been suffering from some growing pain so far. You know, I'm not here to flirt. Right. I'm here to flirt. You're here to get drunk. Which is nice, James, because I'm really a DD. What's the DD? Designated drunk. Uh, you're the FD. Hmm? Fuddy daddy. But hey, it's open mic. Maybe you can go up there and sing a song of yours? I left my guitar at home. So maybe you can read a poem? I'm not sure. Ah, maybe you can do something. Oh, well, I don't know. I'd feel out of place just going up there like that. Hey, hey, think of it this way. If you think people are always listening to you, is it really all that embarrassing to get up there and have actual people listen to you? Well, when you put it that way, it sort of makes some kind of sense a little bit, if not totally insensitive. Yeah, like the man said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. William Shakespeare. You know old Billy S. He was a character. Uh, it's the beer. Brings out the poet in me. Not my fault. <coughs> anyway, I'm gonna go over there and be a player. Okay, you just do that. I'm going on stage. This is a chance to win people to our cause. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Rodney, I didn't mean that. Too late. Hey, everybody. My name's Rodney, and I'm concerned the government may be listening to me. It's like, what do I do at that point? Give them a stern talking to? <laughs> You'd think they'd have to take my advice at some point. Let me tell you, the potholes ain't getting fixed. <laughs> Rodney would continue for several moments to do his best to get the people to cackle about his plight. I started using one of those old-fashioned scales when I wanted to keep my weight a secret. You know those digital ones? They'll report you. But I couldn't figure out how all the doodads work. In conclusion, I've just given up. You've all been so great. It's at this point that Rodney notices a young lady in the back of the room, cradling her chin in her hands and looking longingly at him. Rodney's not used to this, and he's not sure what to do next. So, as with most things in life, he improvises. You've been so great, I'd like to sing you a song now. If only I brought my guitar. Oh, well, it looks like this stool's about to become a drum. Before the song has even begun, the audience is getting to raid the bar's veggie stash and pummel. Subject S106744B uh, with tomatoes. The descent into folk music has been swiftly averted. Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, Carl, thank God. I barely dodged that last kiwi. For a sober man, you sure do act like you're in a drunken stupor. Come on. You did so mediocre. The owner is buying us a drink. Did you see that girl out there in the audience? She was looking my way the whole evening. You were making a fool out of yourself. But there was just 
something about her. An odd level of attention, like she was totally giving me puppy dog eyes. Total canine level admiration. All right, all right, now let's not rush into anything, Rodney. I know you're the one nightstand kind of guy, but you just got out of a relationship. Not what I mean. Are you kidding? I know who you are. Look at my face. Do I look like I'm kidding? Subject S106744B does not look like he's kidding. It's not that, Carl. It's just... Strange, that's all. She seemed fixated. It takes a fixator to know a fixator. You know what, Carl? I'm done with this. I'm tired and I'm ready to go home. Fine. I'll put in a good word for you in case I see your friend. Go home to that big quiet apartment of yours. Quiet is the way I like it. Rodney makes his way home, stumbling down the road. Eventually, he fumbles to the apartment door and inserts the key. He finds his apartment, trashed as ever. Well, here we are. Everything's exactly where it should be. Or at least within five-foot radius of where it should be. Who needs Stephanie? Or Carl? The first one was easier to answer than the second one. Oh, well, people come and go, but there's always PB&J. Subject S106744B sits and stews a while over his peanut butter and his jelly. He is quiet, distant, troubled, and then he lets loose all at once into a philosophical soliloquy. To most people, I'm just a crazy supporting character. I'm not the hero. Each person has a separate story all their own, and they're the protagonist. Oof, here I am talking to myself. I don't talk to myself, who will? If this is Carl, I'm gonna lose it. Go away, Carl! It's not Carl. Who is it? Um, Tupperware? What? Really? No way! I've been needing some of that. Elaine, if this is one more of your personalized marketing nonsense, I'll lose it! Oh my gosh, it's really you! Subject S106744B has just opened the door to a young hipstery chick with a coffee mug, a computer, and a computer case that all say INFJ. She wears a shirt with an out-of-context Buddha quote. Her name is Jerry Eaves. I love your show. Pardon me? I'm Jerry. Nice to meet you. I'm sure it's mutual. Comparing the glowing look on Jerry's face to the dumbfounded and sequel-induced sleepiness on the subject's face, it doesn't seem to be mutual. Wait a minute. You're that girl from the Puffin. What do you want with me? I'm a big fan of yours. You don't look like my mother or, or my middle school English teacher, for that matter. I listen to your podcast. Podcast? What podcast? I don't have a podcast. Believe me, if I had a podcast, I'd think of myself as a pretty cool guy. You know, when you got a podcast, then you're a somebody. Hot damn, you look nothing like I expected. What did you expect? Something Slavic, maybe? So you think I do a podcast, so you come all the way to my home. Kind of stalkery, don't you think? Sounds like something you'd say on your show. You know, where you blabber on and play the crazy truther guy? Truther? Blabber, I don't blabber. If I don't talk to myself, who will? Wait, what the... I don't say it that much, do I? You did last week on Thursday. 
I listen all the time on my way to work and at the gym whenever I'm not rocking out to Weird Al. But, I mean, with 24 hours of content a day, who can keep up with all that? What do you mean? What are you talking about? This is all part of one of your tricks, isn't it? Like a scavenger hunt. Look, I don't have a podcast. Listen. I was always here for you. I know that. But it's the other one who's always here I have a problem with. Again, I know what you mean. No, Rodney, you don't. I'm sick of your delusions. Oh, come on. The 70s aesthetic is cool. Not that one. (laughs) What? Uh, You listen to this. Yep. And this is comedy to you. Well, today's episode really threw me for a loop. I totally thought Stephanie would stay. But honestly, I guess you've got to make the story realistic. Are friends really all that loyal? That just happened today. Wow, you all published the same day? That's fast. You have lots of big ideas for this, and you all really don't hold anything back. Yeah, well... Some of the things Rodney says in his sleep episodes are just my faves. Wait, what? Macaroni. There I was, living my whole life on guard, thinking when I was asleep was the one time I could be myself. Damn, the floor sure is hard. So you mean, all along, Stephanie knew about my love of macaroni, and instead of fixing me any, she just pushed me out of bed? She was never right for your character. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Was it hard writing out her character? I'll let you know if I do it for sure. Ooh, juicy spoilers. They aren't spoilers. The real world doesn't have spoilers. Nice. You're really committed to your character. Okay. Let's head to the kitchen for a second. I need some coffee. I thought you didn't trust the coffee maker. L-O-L. Life's just one big joke, and everyone's in on it but me. Meanwhile, in a dark room on the campus of the Archon Corporation, the listener is doing his job. And watching Epic Fails on YouTube. Ah, oh, snap. Oh, Mr. Mundy, hello. Hi, how are you? I, I, I was just going over workplace safety, sir. I'm sure you were. I know my job doesn't usually involve forklifts or a chance of face planting, but still. Occasionally, you know, I, I cut myself opening a can of tuna or run over a wire and flip my chin. You're rambling. You're not the rambler. You're the listener. That's true, sir. It's on my name tag, and it's kind of nice. I assume you've heard about the leak. Leak? Oh, yeah. The the bathrooms are a mess. The sinks are running over like a... Not that. Although we do need to get that looked at. Someone's been able to get a hold of the recordings of a bunch of random people. Tom, Dick, Harry, Jorge, Marty, Billy Bob, everyone. My goodness. What are, what are they doing? They're posting it all over the internet like a podcast. Heck, any half-witted, gym-going, audio junkie could be listening to us right now. We don't think anyone's figured out what the audio actually is, but when they do... What are we going to do? We have to get out in front of this. What do you have planned? I don't know. I need to meet with the group. They'll have ideas about this. It may be time for gamma testing. Public release? What, what What does that look like? It's just a matter of making sure the public appreciates and respects us for robbing them of their privacy. It's not an easy job. A little PR, a little idealism, a little razzle dazzle... A few appearances before Congress, and they'll see it for the greater good. Oh, and if you happen to find anyone who has anything to do with this little leak, let me know. We may be forced to delete them. You have nothing to worry about from me. But neither do you, Rodney. Somebody hears you now.
This has been a production of Red Hawk Radio Theater, recorded in the studios of KRCU Public Radio, out of the campus of Southeast Missouri State University. This audio play was written and directed by yours truly, Clayton Hester. Elaine was played by Gabrielle Freitas. Rodney was played by Grant Kaltenbach. Stephanie was played by Isabel Nauman. Carl was played by Bavia Narula. Jerry was played by Becca Peach. And lastly, I played Rex Mundy and The Listener. All added sound effects are available through Creative Commons, Attribution 3, and Public Domain. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. You're tuned into Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is all things horror on Tuesday Terrors. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day or find Tuesday Terrors in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs>